What's up, all you freaks and geeks of the world? It's your very sex mother, and I'm back with another episode for my sex experience podcast. And today I'm going to talk about relationships one on one because, you know, even though this is called the sex experience, we talk about all things sexual health, relationship, and or anything else that deals with mental stability. And a relationship actually plays a big part in a lot of people's lives nowadays. Some people put their relationship over anything else and I think people really don't understand what it takes to be in a relationship we all look at social media or everyone looks at social media and is like oh that's the kind of relationship I want look how he does this for her look how what she does for him I want this I want that but you shouldn't compare what you have to bring to the table to what society says you should bring to the table so we're going to talk about like the basic things that people need in a relationship because some of y'all be missing the basic shit and just want to skip to all the, oh my gosh, cute pictures, oh, relationship goes, but if you don't, I believe if you honestly don't have these three things in intact and as the foundation of, excuse me, not three, it's four things, as the foundation of your relationship before you're in a committed partnership with somebody, you're never going to work out. It's always going to be a failure. And so, number one, (laughs) I feel like all relationships need to have stable, healthy communication. Communication, you need to be able to talk about anything, no matter the circumstances with your partner. If I can't come and tell you that I'm having a bad fucking day and you don't want to listen or you don't want to take heed, it's just like, oh, okay bye and that's it then no you're not no you're not meant to be in a relationship i need to be able to come to you and talk to you about anything any and everything i need to be able to come to you and tell you that oh my gosh babe when i went to the bathroom and i'm on my period a huge blood clot came out on the toilet oh my gosh babe today at work This girl tried to hit on me, and I was like, bitch, what the fuck? I got a wife at home. Or, oh, my gosh, babe, I should be able to come and tell you anything. If I can't come and talk to you, then what the fuck are we here for? And even though I feel like sex is a major part of my relationship, it plays a huge role in my life or whatever, it's not the number one thing that I need in my partner. And it's honestly not even in the top three. Top five for sure, but top three, no. I need my partner to be able to listen to me and I can listen to him, talk to him about anything. Because if I can't talk to you, sometimes sometimes I'm an overthinker. Sometimes my mind goes in places where it doesn't need to go, where it shouldn't go. I need to be able to sit down and think things through because if I just sit there and I keep going with what's going on in my mind, then I'm going to be stuck forever. I'm going to be in a loophole of, well, what the fucks, what ifs, A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And sometimes I just need my partner to talk to me. One of my love languages is reassurance. So if you're the kind of person, well, not even if you're the kind of person, communication honestly leads to reassurance. If I can talk to you about any and everything, if I can come to you about anything, whether it's family problems, 
issues in our relationship, issues in my other friendships or my other relationships, whatever the case may be, I should be able to talk to you at all times. If I cannot talk to you, then what the fuck are we here for? We ain't doing nothing but playing damn games. And I'm not a PlayStation. I don't want to play games. Not all the time. Um, The second thing a relationship needs is what everybody should be doing anyways is honesty. Like, hello, if we're not honest, then what the fuck do we have? I know, for me, I can't stand liars. I'm not saying you got to sit here and tell. No, fuck that, I am. I need you to tell me everything. I need you to be completely honest about any and everything that I ask you. I know that there are sometimes in some situations where there are certain questions people are not ready to answer just right then and there. But if I've been in a committed relationship with you for X number amount of time, then I expect for you to be able to talk to me and tell me things that sometimes it could hurt my feelings. But I just need you to be honest with me and tell me, like, what's up? What's tea? Tell me the truth. If you did step out on me at one point, tell me the truth. And I'm going to be completely, 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 completely honest with people. Some of y'all who be saying, like, you'll never take a cheating nigga back, y'all be lying. And I don't mean just, like, a cheating nigga as in just men. I mean cheated. Well, I shouldn't say the N-word because not everybody here is black. But, you know, some of y'all who claim that you'll never take a cheating person back, some of y'all are legit lying. And, you know, I don't see what the reason is for, but you're lying. Don't sit there and say you won't take a cheating person back because sometimes that person might have such a hold or y'all relationship could be so great. Whatever the case may be, you love the feeling they give you, but they made that one mistake. You would forgive them for that one mistake. But, you know, the reason why a lot of people don't accept cheating or they get upset about it is because most of the time when people are getting cheated on, the person who does the cheating lies. Honestly, if a lot of people came forward and was like, you know what, after this is over with, let me just call them or tell them I need to talk to them. Let me try to see them face to face. If you're in a long distance relationship and it happens, let me, next time I see you, you know, I need to talk to you. We need to have a serious discussion because I've made a mistake. If you can sit there and admit your wrongs and admit that you made a mistake and truly and sincerely mean that you'll never do it again, then, you know, it can become a lot easier for a person to get over, deal with, move past the whole idea of you cheating. And that's just being real, like... That's just being real. Some of y'all just lie about it so much. Y'all keep trying to keep it a secret. And it's like, what's the point of keeping it a secret? You sat there and you did the dirt. Ain't no point of you sitting there when I find out, crying to me, being like, I felt so bad. I was so upset with myself. Da, da, da. You weren't upset enough because you kept it a secret. You lied the entire time. So, you know, honesty is the best policy. And honestly, with honesty, a lot of times your lies can catch up to you. If you lie oh so much and so many times, it'll get to the point where it's like, damn, I got to remember the lie that I told. And some of you guys are not good liars. Sometimes it's hard to keep up with all the lies that you told. And if you're the kind of person like me who pays attention to every single little detail of what you do, what you say, how you act, how you react, and all that other kind of shit, then 
yeah, lying is not the best way to go because if I catch you, then what you going to do? Like, then what's going to happen? Then you're going to have to sit there and either, A, tell the truth, but I'm going to be mad at you because you told me the truth at a later date instead of just being honest with me right then and there. Or, B, you could just tell the truth from the jump and then we could all just be happy-go-lucky. We could all be in the happiest, best relationship ever and just move past these issues. But also, when it goes back to cheating, like I said, some of y'all will not will take a cheating person back. But the reason why some people will not take a cheater back, this is just like a little side note, is because y'all do it too much or y'all keep doing it. <laughs> like, if I caught you the first time cheating, we fixed it, we worked on it, whatever the case may be, then... Don't keep going back and doing it because now at this point you're just disrespecting me. And people who are being in who people who are in situations like that where they're constantly getting cheated on, that person is honestly disrespecting you. And you shouldn't be tolerating a level of disrespect. Even if they do it the first time, it's disrespectful for sure. But like I said, some of y'all will sit there and be like, I'll never take a cheating nigga back. But then go right back to him. Looking dumb, foolish, and stupid. So, you know, don't sit there and lie to yourself just because you're angry at the time. Think through your emotions. But the whole point of it is a lot of you guys need to practice honesty. Because if we don't, if we're not honest with each other and we don't have effective communication, we really don't have nothing. Number three that a relationship requires is time. It's always said, it's always been said that people make time for what's important to them. People make time for school. It's going to be like, oh, so fairy, school, you pay for school. Okay. You still got to put the time in to make a passing grade so you can graduate and get your degree. You put time and effort into what you do. If you don't put no time and no effort into it, then you failed. You put time and effort into cooking. If you want your food to come out right, you want your food to taste great, you have to really put forth an effort to do all the things that the recipe says. Or if this is something that you just do as a whim or whatever the case may be, you still got to put time into it. If you don't put time or effort into your relationship, then what the fuck are you doing? The effort you put forth is equivalent to the time that you put in. And the time that you put into your relationship is not just sitting there talking on the phone and texting. Time could also be like going out on dates. I am a strong believer that even though we are in a whole panorama, y'all motherfuckers don't care. Because y'all still out here partying with no mask on and doing all this dumb stuff. But you know, that's neither here nor there. But in the time of this pandemic, dates are even more important than usual. But dates, going on dates, is really, 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 really important because sometimes you need to see your partner outside of the house, the apartment, the same four walls. You need to see them outside of text messages or on the phone because you just need to go out in a different environment and just relate to each other, vibe with each other. Going out on dinner dates is sometimes fun and exciting because you could try out new foods. Of course, me, I am the girlfriend that will eat from my boyfriend's plate. If my boyfriend tries to pick from my plate, I don't care. But I am the kind of girlfriend that will be like, ooh, babe, I want to bite of your food. That's just me. I am the kind of girlfriend that likes to sit next to her boyfriend 
when we're out at a restaurant because sitting across from each other and all that other kind of stuff is cute. It's nice and stuff. I like feeling his energy next to me. I like when he's sitting next to me and holding me, holding my hand, rubbing against my thigh. It's just that level of connection that we have and passion that we share with each other. I like for it to be displayed in a sense outside of our house. And not saying he got to tongue me down with kisses or he got to kiss all over my neck and all that other kind of stuff. No, that shit's weird. And PDA to a certain extent is weird. But going on dates, just showing that you publicly like being out with me. And this is the kind of energy we put out into the atmosphere. This is the energy that we put out into the world. It's a beautiful thing to experience. And that's how people really should like pay attention or adhere to their partner. And sometimes going on dates, you learn a lot more about the person. Depending on who asks the person on the date, should be the one to plan it. I'm that kind of person. Unless, unless you guys have been together for so long where it's like, if someone says, hey, let's go on a date, what are some things that you would like to do? That is a time to suggest things that you probably have probably never done before, but you talked about trying. Like just recently, yesterday, I asked my boyfriend um, on a date. Yes, I asked him on dates. I am not the uh, kind of girl that believes 100% in old school ways. If I ask my boyfriend on a date, that means it's the date that I'm paying for. My boyfriend is not paying for all of our dates because that ain't his job. And on top of that, my boyfriend pays all of our bills anyways. I pay for like the small ones. He takes care of like the heavy bills. So of course, whenever I get the chance, I'm going to treat him on the date because I appreciate him and I show him my love and affection in numerous ways. And one of them is asking him on a date or taking him on a date. When I asked him, you know, do you like to go on a date on Friday or whatever? He was like, sure. I asked him exactly like, what would he want to do? Only reason why is because sometimes doing the same old things that I would like to do is not what would interest him at the time. Maybe there is something new he wants to try. It's a new restaurant in town that he wants to taste, whatever. We could go for a ride and just chill and ride down the highway, listen to music and stuff like that and vibe with each other. That's a date. And also not all dates have to cost money. Some dates can be extremely free, like taking a walk at the park. That's the most beautiful, exciting experience ever with your partner. Because if you're just going on a walk, you can see so many things. You could walk past, well, duh, still the same thing as seeing. You could just talk to each other. It's another way to basically make your communication more effective. But it's still spending time with each other. Sometimes getting off your phone and just putting it on D&D and put the phone in another in another room and just talk to your partner. Spend time with them. Lay down with each other. Take a nap together. Meditate with each other. Work out. Do yoga. Cook together. So many things that you could do with each other to build you guys' relationship. And it's more beneficial than you think it is. If you can't put time into your partner, then at that point, how do you think that can make them feel? If somebody doesn't put the time or the energy or the effort into you, you're going to feel like, why are you here? What are you doing? Why are you wasting your time with somebody who's not even giving you attention? When nine times out of ten, there's somebody that's always willing to give you the attention that you want. But also don't confuse the attention that you think you want is the attention that you need. Because sometimes that's when spoiled, gets, spoiled people get created. 
And then you become accustomed to some shit. And as soon as your partner tells you no or I can't do it right now, you throw a fucking temper tantrum and lose your goddamn mind. No. That's no. That's not what we're referring to. But don't confuse the attention that you want with what you need. And that's with anything in life. What you want is not always what you need. And we all know this. And the fourth and final thing that I feel like is imperative to a relationship is a friendship. My boyfriend is my best friend. Do I have other best friends? I sure damn do. But my boyfriend is my bestie. That's my bitch. That's my role dog. He ain't my bitch as in like I'm disrespecting him. But sometimes when I'm talking to him, I could catch him being I can catch myself being like, girl, let me tell you what the fuck happened today. My boyfriend ain't no girl. He got a whole dick. A whole dick. But that's my best friend. That's the person I know I can call on with anything. He's my emergency contact. If I got some tea, I'm calling baby daddy. Hello. Like, that's just how things operate. If your per- if your boyfriend or if your partner is not your bestie, I shouldn't just say boyfriend because, of course, not everybody is, not everybody likes men. But, you know, if your partner is not your best friend, then you're really going to feel a disconnect between you guys. A relationship should never start off as, hey, I'm looking for love. Me too. Oh, let's be together. Because all you're going to do is follow the idea of wanting to be loved or the idea of wanting someone to love you. A relationship shouldn't be, (coughs) excuse me, a domestic partnership. There we go. Shouldn't be, I want love. He wants love or she wants love, so I'm just going to give it back. No, it should be a companionship, a partnership, a friendship. You should be able to hang out with each other, feel completely vulnerable. The same kind of vibes you get when you're hanging out with your homeboys, the people you play the game with, the people you smoke with, drink with, the same kind of vibes you feel with your best friend should be the same kind of vibes you feel with your partner. Of course, they're more intense with your partner because, I mean, if y'all are having sex, you don't have sex with all your best friends, hopefully. You know, if you guys are naked around each other all the time, you're sleeping together with each other every single night or you're sleeping on the phone with each other every single night. Of course, the text messages are different. There's a bunch of different things between a boyfriend and girlfriend to best friends. But a boyfriend and girlfriend's foundation should include the three things I've talked about before. And, of course, the fourth thing, which I said before now, is a friendship. I can't be with somebody who I don't consider my friend or my bestie. And, of course, the sad thing about it is when you get in a relationship, if you and that person don't work out and y'all did start off as friends before it built something else, it feels like a double loss. But one of the best things about starting off as a friendship before jumping into a relationship is when you are a friendship, you know when and why it could be too far. I think I said that wrong. I'm going to try that again. If you're in a friendship first before you move into a relationship, you can see how the friendship is progressing into something more. You see the change, and at least with a friendship, you're able to stop it. 
if you if you feel like it's too much or it's going too far and you can't take it or if you feel like you're moving too fast with the friendship you can stop it if you just go in thinking i want to be in a relationship you and me relationship let's be together if you go in like that, it's just going to be all types of bullshit and problems and trauma. Because at this point, you don't know anything about each other. You don't know how you act. Sometimes a personality trait that people absolutely hate could be the personality trait that you carry, but the, your partner didn't even know you had it until long down the line because y'all decided to jump into a relationship instead of being friends. Sometimes people have to, um, what is the word I'm looking for? What is the word? Sometimes people have to compromise themselves. That's it for a relationship. And some people are stubborn. They're like, I'm not going to modify anything about me just to appeal, just to appeal or do anything for somebody else. But to be in a relationship, honestly, that kind of is the fifth thing to be really real. It takes a compromise. I am a cling, clingy person. I cling to my boyfriend. I like touching him. I like feeling on him. I like being up under him. I like seeing what he's doing. I like talking to him 24-7. Is that the kind of person that I am? Yes, it's the kind of person I've always been. But my boyfriend does not 100% like me being clingy. And I respect that because sometimes being clingy is annoying. It can get to the point where my feelings get too deep in my clinginess to where if he does something that I'm uncomfortable in my mind, I'm going to go off on him. Because it's like, bitch, how the fuck you ignore me? And I'm sitting here trying to be up under you and show you love and affection. But it's a time and place for everything. But just like my boyfriend had to compromise with my clinginess, I had to compromise with the fact that he doesn't like it that much. So what we do, or the compromise that me and him came to an agreement on, is that whenever there's a moment where I feel like I really want to be up under him or I want his undivided attention, or I want to give him my undivided attention, we set time frames for each other. That's going to sound weird to some people, but it actually works. I sit there and I tell him, babe, I want your undivided attention. And you give it to me for at least two hours and I wouldn't care if you play the game for the rest of the night. And that works out perfect. He will give me his undivided attention, sometimes longer than two hours because we don't keep up with the time. But as soon as I'm like, all right, baby, you can play the game or I'm... I'm satisfied. I'm full. I'm full of your love and stuff like that. Go be free. He can play the game until three o'clock in the morning. And even when he does that, somewhere in the time frame of him playing the game, he still shows me love and affection. So we work things out that way because we make accommodations for each other to make sure each person in the relationship, basically us two, is happy. So, you know. When it comes to having a relationship, even though I said a lot in these 22 minutes and 40-something seconds, when it comes to a relationship, it does take a lot of work. It's like having another job. Because after you jump, not jump, after you get past the phase of learning about each other, now now in more years to come, while you and your partner are learning each other, now you're going to have to learn how to be together with each other like all that what's your favorite color all that shit that shit's cute that's sweet that's nice but after you've been together for so long now it's like you're not even the same person anymore now you have to learn how to be 
a girlfriend or learn how to be a boyfriend with somebody to this person. It's not even just somebody else because everybody's not the same kind of girlfriend or the same kind of boyfriend to every single partner they've been with. I, the girlfriend that I am today, I damn sure wasn't this kind of girlfriend to any of my exes. Fuck them. But no, I wasn't that kind of girlfriend. And the kind of boyfriend I have right now, he was not the kind of boyfriend that he is today to any of his exes. So you all have to, everyone has to learn themselves and then learn their partner. And then over time, you learn each other. You learn how to be together. So, you know, that's all the, those are my opinion on the steps that it takes to be in a relationship and what it's like to be in a relationship. You know, of course, make sure you follow me on Twitter, on Instagram and stuff. And, oh my gosh, y'all. So this morning, I got Buku emails from Roku. Not Roku. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm slow. This morning, I got Buku emails from Anchor telling me that my podcast is available Let's make sure I have this right. It's available on Breaker. It is available on Google Podcasts. It is available on Radio Public. And it's available on Spotify. So, you know, if downloading Anchor is an issue for anybody that you know, any of your friends or whatever the case may be, then I am also on these other platforms. I'm kind of excited about that. And I got a little surprise coming up because I officially have 30 listen, 30 plays on the podcast in these three days. And, you know, small goals, like I said before, deserve big blessings or big, um, big announcements. So because I have these 30 listens, whatever the case may be, I got a surprise coming up. And yes, it does deal with sex toys. But of course, you know. Make sure you follow me on all my social media. Tell a friend. Have a friend. Listen. And also, if you have any suggestions on what I should talk about, whatever the case may be, slide them in my DMs. I like talking about all things sex. Don't send me no shit talking about no fucking animals. And don't send me no shit, no creepy weirdo stuff. I do not like that. Even though I am a sexually liberated person, I still have boundaries that I set. And I'm just putting that out there because some fucking weirdos out here in this world. And I just had to cuss one out not too long ago. But, you know, peace in the Middle East. And I'll see you guys next episode.